Stillers for Seven podcast, episode 96. We are back, back, back. It's your guy, Kev Easy. K-E-V-E-Z-E for those who don't spell well. You know, I don't judge. The schedule is out. The new schedule for the year is out. I took a little gander at this thing, man. I'm like, okay. It sounds like this is going to be a little task. It's going to be tough. It's going to be, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. But honestly, I feel like the Steelers, when they have tough schedules, they always come out on top, either one in the division or at least second in the division getting into the playoffs or, you know, one of them situations. But this one, we have those easy schedules where it's kind of like we should be running through things outside of 11 and 11 and no start that year. That was an easy schedule. Outside of that, most of the time when we have a hard schedule, the Steelers pretty much step up to the task and, you know, basically come out winning the division, you know? But I, I'm kind of expecting that this year. Let me not say expect. Expect is too much. But before I even get into the schedule... It was some news. It was a surprise um, breaking news type moment. It was a few days ago that Arthur Moulet was actually released. And I'm, I was kind of surprised. I was surprised. I seen a report out there saying that he asked for his release. Not too sure how, how concrete that is. But the reality of the situation is he's not on the team anymore. Um, Arthur Millette, I don't know if he'll come back later on. He did have a post on his socials thanking Pittsburgh. So we don't really know if he's coming back or not in a, at a later date. But thank you, Arthur Millette, for what you did for the team last year. Um, definitely, definitely had has the heart of a stiller. And good luck on whatever you choose to do going forward, man. Whether it's you come back to the Steelers, you play for another team outside the AFC North, <laughs> you know. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm joking about that. You know, go get your money. But I was surprised about that. Arthur Millette was solid. He did have some flaws in his game, but I thought he was solid when we kind of needed something from him. But I think after we signed the corner from the slot corner from Minnesota, that kind of made Arthur Millette a little expendable because the guy from Minnesota, that's his position. Like, that's what he does. Arthur Millette is, we kind of made him that or morphed him into that, you know? But, you know, that's the Arthur Millette story. You feel me? So, shout out to Arthur Millette. Shout out to everybody in your camp. Wish nothing but the best for you, man. But... Before I get into the season, let's talk about the preseason. Now, this is something new. I, I didn't check last year. I didn't check last year, but normally in the preseason, there's two teams I'm always seeing that we play in the preseason. One being the Philadelphia Eagles and the other being the Carolina Panthers. This year, totally different. This year, 
August starting August 11th, playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then after that, you got the Bills, and that's a Saturday game, right? And then the third and final preseason game is against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, if I'm saying here, I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to go to a preseason game, it may be August 19th versus the Bills. It's a 6.30 p.m. game. I may go there, go out to Pittsburgh. You know, I just relocated. I'm in PA now. You know, shout out to PA. I'm in PA now. I used to, for my listeners, for a long time, y'all know, I'm Jersey bred. And then, you know, when I started the podcast, I was in North Carolina, and now I'm in PA. I'm closer to the Berg, you know. It's only right. It's only right. <laughs> but in the preseason, what am I looking for in the preseason? I'm not looking at the starters. I'm not even looking at the second team. I'm looking at the rookies, and I'm looking at, you know, not just the rookies. I'm looking at the guys on the bubble of making the team. And we'll find out more about those guys when camp starts. We'll figure that out then. And once that comes, we'll be able to really dissect it and have fun with that part. You know, Granted, it's not fun for those guys that don't make it. But it's fun because that's where us as the fans see Guys compete basically for their careers, some for their careers, some for their job, you know. But in the preseason, that's all I'm looking for. The third team, which guys from the third team can jump to go to the second team. How the rookies look going against grown men, you know. Um, and we definitely going to see that when we get there. But three preseason games, I like it, but... Man, this season, this schedule, boy, 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 boy. I don't. First of all, I don't like that we have a buy at this like at week six. Week six, we have the buy, dude. It's eighteen weeks in the season. Eighteen weeks, and you mean to tell me we have to figure out who our team is? Basically, by the seventh game, well, week seven, I don't know, man. I don't know. That can kind of be a situation where it's tough. But being that most of the core guys are coming back, it probably won't be that bad. It probably won't be that bad. But first, let's get into it. September 10th. Come and get a taste. Teams, man, we got the ring. It's a lot to let them hate. 
and hold the reins. It's insane. Benny got the range. Juju do his thing. Then his bouncy corner, Devin Bush, just to name some names. You can tell I rep my squad when you hear that bang, bang. Who the hell you rep? I ain't feeling sweat. You not a threat. Just another notch. You a little step. Better bet. We a better bet. Get your cheddar check. Shredder sets. Steal a gang and I rep that to the death. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, 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 gang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, gang, gang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, gang. Perfect, no TNT. Number one, no AB. Long as it's been healthy, we gravy. Still a game drip, no same drip. Still piss, we tied with Brady. These off whites, no slim shade. You got Hansfield, you know we're going crazy. Out Long Beach, you know I'm going crazy. Hit the gang there, you know I'm going crazy. Banging with me, look, I'm still up top. Gigi with the dance, corner off the block. All about that bread, devin at your top. Chris Kane, that's a lot of gangery. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, gang, gang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, bang. September 10th, first game. This is going to be one of those games that I feel the Steelers need. This is the perfect team for the Steelers to face, right? The Steelers, September 10th, at home, 1 p.m., on Fox, going against San Francisco 49ers. Now, San Francisco... Not, you know, they have Trey Lance. I, Jimmy Garoppolo is not there anymore. Right? So if it's Trey Lance, that's number one. Trey Lance versus Kenny Pickett. I'm, I'm based off what I've seen towards the end of the season with Kenny and what I saw in Trey Lance's career so far, I'm going to take Kenny in that. Right? And then from there, it's kind of even, right? You have, I want to say Ed McCaffrey. You have Christian McCaffrey as the, and I forgot who else they got over there. Uh, I'm not too sure. But they have a nice running back group. We have a nice running back group with Najee and Jalen. Um, receivers, I think we have the edge there. But they do have Debo over there, right? And the offensive line is physical. And on defense, their defense is physical. This is kind of like a mirror match type of game. If the styles are, okay, we're going to move people. Because if you, like I said in the last pod, and others said countless times that the Steelers are looking to be physical. And 
the first test of that is against the 49ers. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that will be a hard game. I think that will be a close game. I don't think any team will go higher than 24 points. Um, Really, I think 24 is pushing it. I think they won't. I think both teams won't get past 20 in this first game because it's going to be that type of game. But it's dope because I know it's going to be a physical game. And it's dope because in week two, we have the Browns at home on a Monday night, 8-15. Monday night against the Browns, 8-15. One of a few night games that the Steelers have, right? I believe it's five, four, excuse me, not five games. I think the Steelers have about three primetime games. One, two, three, four, four. I have four of those. Two of them are back-to-back, right? But before we get into the other one, let's talk about the Browns. Now, the Browns, September 18th, it's a home game, like I said. This will be Deshaun Watson's first full year as a Cleveland Brown. So we can kind of have an idea of what type of team they will be. We know for a fact they got Nick Chubb. Now, one thing with running backs like Nick Chubb, as the years go along, their production goes down. Nick Chubb may be the only one that's like, uh, we don't know. Because his style and just and just the way they run the ball in Cleveland, um, you have to always be on the lookout for Nick Chubb. You know, um, outside of that. The teams is very familiar with each other. I'm not expecting a blowout. It will be nice if the Steelers blow out the Browns. But the Deshaun Watson factor, which I kind of feel like the Steelers defense will be able to like not maintain, but won't allow him to kill us with his legs. Because we have the best practice with running quarterback with Lamar Jackson. And you see what happens every time Lamar plays the Steelers. Um I can't remember the stats right now, but I think last time Deshaun Watson faced the Steelers, we was able to come on top. We was able to kind of not let him kill us. And I think him being on Cleveland, his first game in, you know, his his first game in Pittsburgh as a Brown, I think that's going to be an easier game than the week before. But if the Steelers, like I said, if the Steelers come on top, come out on top against the 49ers, that motivation factor going into that Browns game, the Browns is going to just be, and we get the extra day, the Browns is going to probably catch a little bit of that momentum. But, you know, it's a rivalry game. AFC North is a divisional game. Those you can never really call divisional games. If that if one thing I noticed about this AFC North and other, you know, divisions, real divisions in general, outside of straight landslides, you have everyone in the division, their games are always kind of close and you kind of can't really predict them. You can try, but it's almost 50-50. 
I don't think it's more than 60-40. Some teams, like when Patriots had they run, even the Jets had a win over them, you know? So you never really know with them divisional games. But I think the momentum from the 49ers game, if the Steelers win that game, will be able to carry over to that Browns game. And it's at home, too. Come on. You're going to have to run it back, and it's nighttime. But, you know, that's the Browns game. Then after that, it's the other primetime game but we will be traveling and we traveling out west traveling out west to face the las vegas raiders and that's gonna be on nbc you know uh the browns game i'm sorry the browns game is on abc but the raiders game is gonna be at nbc night game 820 out west hopefully this still is not jet lag or anything like that. They're going to be fine. You know, but anyway, we're going to see the Raiders without Derek Carr. Not too sure on what they're going to do as far as quarterback. But they still got that man over there, Devontae Adams. And and that game in particular, I will be looking for the matchup. Whoever matches up with Deontay Adams. I'm hoping it will probably be Joey Porter Jr., but I think, because I'm not too sure how we're going to use Patrick Peterson. But if Patrick Peterson is playing corner, then I'm going to expect him to be on Devontae Adams. But if that's not the case, I would love to see how Joey Porter Jr. get his first real-world test going against the, I think, the consensus say that he's the best receiver in the game right now, Devontae Adams. So in that game, I'm looking forward to that. Um, of course, they got Josh Jacobs as well. You know, he had a career year last year. They didn't pick up his tag, but he he, he did a hell of a job last year. The Steelers will have a tough tag trying to stop him. But other than that, I feel like this is one of those games where the Steelers should win. It's the first roll game. But let me not say should win, right? Because we're very early. It's only May. It's only May. We got a long way to go. But that Raiders game is one of those games where, if you notice, if you've been a Steelers fan for a long time, the Raiders always find a way to beat the Steelers, right? Especially when we're in their house. So it would be lovely if we can go to Las Vegas and leave with the dub. And when we leave with that dub, we're going to have to travel all the way to Texas because October 1st, we got the Houston, Texas at 1 o'clock. And traveling to Houston, we get to see the rookie, C.J. Stroud. I'm assuming that he's going to start. And we also going to have to see Will Anderson Jr. Now, when it comes to rookie quarterbacks, I'm not too pressed. I feel like Mike Tomlin eats, eats rookie quarterbacks for breakfast, you know. And you also have T.J. Watt, who's he's going to smell the rookie on his breath. All right. And he's going to eat it. He's going to eat the dinner. He's going to eat some Houston Texan dinner. Right. <laughs> But outside of that, man, I think that's a winnable game, of course, because their team is young. 
and they're still trying to figure things out over there. They got a new coach, you know, so that's a game that the Steelers, I don't want to say must win or should win, but I feel like the Steelers may be better equipped to win that game. And outside of those rookies on the Texans, they ain't really too much. I think that's one of those games where the Steelers can't fall victim into the trap. Like, because this can possibly be a trap game. And if it's a trap game, the Steelers can't get trapped. The Steelers got to win this game. And because the next week is going to be another one of them hard ones. Right? So the Steelers can take care of business October 1st. <sighs> Seven days later, they got Baltimore Ravens back at home. Lamar Jackson just got his bread. Let me tell you all about this game real quick. Now, this is a... You already know, I don't really have to say too much about Steelers-Ravens. Steelers-Ravens always going to be hard-hitting. It's always going to be tough. And the winner will only win by three. That's all we know. We know Lamar got his money. We know Lamar got some weapons. They added Odell Beckham Jr. over there. They also drafted Zay Flowers over there. You know, and... They really they they have a motivated Lamar Jackson, right? He got his money. He's going. It's like he got his bread, but he want to prove that mm, y'all shouldn't have had to go through all that. So I'm gonna go back to what I said a little bit earlier about how Mike Tomlin basically plans for Lamar and how we always kind of we haven't figured out, right? And at home, still is at home, I can honestly say that it will be more of the same type of thing as far as keeping Lamar under wraps. Like, his legs can't beat us. But we don't know with these new weapons, with the Odell and the Zay Flowers, we don't know how they're going to contribute on the outsides, on the slot, you know. And, of course... They're going to run the ball as well. And I believe J.K. Dobbins will be back. So they got a nice little running attack as well. We all familiar. We familiar. That's definitely a good game. If you want to say you want to have something to really kick off the beginning of the season or the first half, not even the first half, the first real quarter of the season, Raven Steelers, you gonna want that. I would honestly feel like the Raiders game and the Ravens game should have got switched when it came to time, right? I feel like the Ravens Steelers game should always be a prime time game. I don't care which game you pick. I just know the Steelers versus Ravens is always a showstopper. It's always you always gonna get what you want. You gonna get what you pay for, you know. So I honestly feel like that should have been a night game, but it is what it is. After that Ravens game, we have a bye, and I kind of discussed that. Having a bye so early, it's like, uh, 
it's all, it could be good and bad, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to explain why it may be good because I don't want to jinx anybody. But it can be bad because we got a whole lot of games after that. A whole lot. A whole lot of games. And we not even at the Thursday night game yet. We not even there yet. You know, we got two Thursday night games after this bye week. Come on, y'all. Come on. But I don't know, man. Hopefully, they still see this and say, all right, we got it. It ain't too many old heads on the team. We got Cam, Cam Hayward. He's probably like the only old head for real. And I'm only saying old head in bat football years. But he, it's like the old head of the team. So, he, outside of injuries, having OGs, a few OGs, probably two, three of them, having that bye week early may benefit them. But it may not benefit everyone else. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. After the bye, we got to travel back to L.A., back to the West Coast. And we have, it's a 4 o'clock game on Fox going against the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Rams, they didn't do too well last year, right? And they kind of have the same type of guys this year, right? The same core, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. You know, uh, they did get Stanson Bennett from Georgia. So we wanted to see if he takes Matthew Stafford's spot or not. But only time would tell. I think this would be a good game. A good role game for the Steelers, man, because we don't know what direction the Rams, we don't know if they're going up, they're going down. If we can come in their house and figure it out for them, that would be good. That would be good. I won't be too mad at that. You get to see how the middle of our line from guard to guard be able to handle Aaron Donald. You get to see how our corners and um, linebackers react to Cooper Cup, how he gets his, how he gets it. Uh, they also have, you know, they still have Cam Akers and stuff. Van Jefferson, uh, Tyler Hungby. You know, they still got a couple guys over there. So it'll be a good match. It'll be a good match to see. It's a good match on the road that the Steelers can potentially win. And I'm... I'm looking forward to seeing that. I won't be going to the LA game. <laughs> I won't be doing that. But that'll be a good game. And then a couple days after that, a good, good, good seven games. After, I mean, seven days after that, we got a playoff team. And that playoff team will be the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to be one o'clock game on CBS. It's a home game. I may go to that one. I may go to that one. Let me just put a little star on that. I may go to that game right there. Of course, you know who Jacksonville have. Trevor Lawrence. We saw him kind of grow up a little bit last year, towards the end of the year. Calvin Ridley will be coming off his suspension. 
So I'm pretty sure he'll love to have him. Also having Christian Kirk as well. He had a good year for them. You know, Zay Jones, <laughs> that guy, if y'all familiar with Zay Jones, it's a couple of videos out there of him. He gets up like a robot. You know, check that out. You know, they have Josh Allen over there, Evan Ingram. That's a nice little young team over there. That's a nice little team over there. So it, it's kind of like young on young. Jacksonville having a little bit older guys on there. So Week 8. Week 8. Week 8. I already talked about that. Week 9. Thursday night. The first of two. Going against the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill. You know. Those guys. <laughs> uh, Matt Vrabel. You know, it's an 8 o'clock game, 8.15, prime video. <laughs> no one likes prime video. <laughs> no one wants to watch it on prime video. <laughs> and I know prime video is not going to be a sponsor of the show after me doing that four times. <laughs> that was the fourth. But anyway, man, Thursday night against the Titans. It, that's a nice night matchup. Nice night matchup. I don't know why that just sounded like that, but anyway, it's going to be a task because we won't have to, you know, stop that guy, Derrick Henry, which isn't a real, real task, you know? It's not a big task because we was able to kind of hold him in check where he didn't affect the game. But that would be a nice game. I hate Thursday night games for the guys, but I love it as a viewer. But I don't like prime video, so I, I feel like the guys. <laughs> I feel like the guys on the team at these Thursday night games. They should move them to Saturday, but that's that's opening up a can of worms there. But that Titans game on Thursday night, it should be a goodie. November 2nd, good, 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 good. Not too mad about it. Now, week 10, week 10. And by the way, after that Rams game, these are three back-to-back -back home games. So the Jaguars game is home. The Titans game is home. And the next game, it's like an early birthday present for me. It's also a home game. So I may go to that game. And that will be versus the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be a 1 o'clock game. CBS back on CBS. Back in the 1 o'clock slot. This will be the last home game before we hit the road. The Packers trying to figure out what they're going to do post Aaron Rodgers. So this is a good opportunity for the Pittsburgh Steelers to show them that whatever direction they're going, is going to be behind us because the Pittsburgh Steelers at home is not going to lose to the Packers. I don't believe so. You know, I think... Um, I think that's one of those games that the Steelers may have an opportunity to, the opportunity to not blow the Packers out, but move the Packers out the way. I'll say that. And it's only a guess. It's only it's not too much I can go off of except history and what's going on leading into 
this season. And like I said, we got a long way to go. So I may revisit this later on. Uh, as you can see, this whole time I'm not really giving you wins or losses. I'm just saying how I like the matchups, right? And just because my birthday is November 15th and this game is November 12th, I like this matchup because I'm going to this game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hopefully this still is going to give me an early birthday present with a dub, you know? So but I would like to see how the Steelers stop their running attack because I'm pretty sure that they're going to be heavy on the run um, with What's uh, what's his name? Aaron Jones and the other Neff. I forgot his name, but they have nice little running backs. They have a nice little running system over there. So it'll be nice to see how we are able to stop that at home. But that's the Packers. After the Packers, it's another divisional game, but it's still 1 o'clock. And it's on CBS. It's November 19th, you know. Depending on how things go, I may go to this game. You feel me? Because it ain't too far. It ain't too far. But week 11, the Steelers are back. And when we hit the road, we're going to hit the road for two games, both being divisional games. Week 11, we're going back. Well, we're not going back, but we're going against the Browns again. That's going to be a 1 o'clock game, and it's going to be in their house. I think this is a good game for the Steelers just because the Packers game is home and you don't have to travel too far for the next two games. So I think this is good for the Steelers. The Steelers got the Browns. We already kind of talked about that. So I'm going to go from the Browns game to the next game, which will be against the Bengals. And we know how high powered their offense is with Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, um, and the rest of the crew. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and, uh, you know, they're, they're tight end. And, you know, they got a lot of players on that offense, man. So that would be a big test to see if we're able to keep up with them. And like I said, it's a divisional game. You don't really know how these divisional games go. But it will be nice to see. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are capable with the coaching of Mike Tomlin, with the growth of Kenny Pickett, with the running game pretty much probably being a, not a finished product, but you know exactly what you're getting by this time. We in week 11, we in week 12, our running game is going to be what it is for the rest of the year at this point, right? So these two games, I think, is going to be heavily on the run. I think we're going to have some type of things where, you know, we make big plays. But these are going to be some physical games. The Bengals game, you know, it's a little flashy physical. The Browns game is one of those running physicals. The Ravens game is just physical all around. <laughs> you know, so our divisional games is always going to be physical. So two back-to-back -back physical games, just the fact that they're not too far away from each other, I don't see where that's a big trouble for the Steelers. And right, and all this can change, injuries, whatnot, suspensions, whatever. All this stuff can change. But divisional games, it's always you can kind of really predict the uh that the divisional game is gonna be close 
and you won't really know who's going to win. If the game isn't won by the first quarter, you won't know who's going to win until the game is over. Right? And I think the Bengals game is one of those games where the Steelers may have to do something towards the end of the game. Just because the Bengals are home, the Bengals is going to have some type of, not some type, but they're going to have home field advantage. You know, they're a pretty good team now, so I'm pretty sure their stadium's going to be rocking, you know. So, same with the Browns. The Browns is the Browns. Their fans is loyal. So, I know their stadium's going to be rocking as well. So, they both have advantages there. But just the fact that the Stills already seen the Browns earlier that year. And it's, it's funny I'm talking like this. Like, this is all stuff that's going to happen in the future. But the Browns will f- already have faced the Steelers. You know, that will be a little easier than just having the Browns and the Bengals for the first time of the year back-to-back. Already being familiar with the Browns, you can kind of focus on the Bengals a little bit during Browns week. And that's no disrespect to Cleveland. This is the fact that we already played y'all. The only thing we got to really talk about and adjust is things that went wrong in the first game and basically how you guys, the the, the Browns develop or the Steelers develop in between that first game to the second game. So we kind of we can kind of peek and look at the Bengals because you know the Bengals going to be a challenge. Um, potentially, they may win the division. You know, they're capable. But I think those two games back-to-back, Browns and Bengals, there's no time for the Steelers not to be focused, you know? So I like that for week 11 and week 12. And then we back home, baby, with week 13. Back home, December 3rd, first game of December, we have the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray. It's getting a little cold. He would have to travel, come to Pittsburgh. We're going to see if he can be elite. We don't know. He might stand still like a tree. I don't know. I reached on that last one. But, you know, the Cardinals, they're a team that's trying to figure out who they are as far as the type of roster they have. They was a big disappointment last year. Don't really know what's going to happen with D-Hop over there. I doubt by the time we play them, D-Hop is going to be on their team. But having this game 1 o'clock at home, I feel this favors the Steelers tremendously. Arizona, in their mind, they're going to be playing at about like 10, 11 o'clock in their mind, their body. You know, and the Steelers is like, it's a regular one o'clock game. This is what we do, you know? So that's something that I feel like favors the Steelers. But what don't favor the Steelers is what happens the week after. Not even, excuse me, I'm sorry, not even a week, a couple days after, a good four days after. Another Thursday night game. Now, we have a Thursday night game in uh, week nine, and we have another one week 14 against the Patriots, 8-15, prime video, you know, for prime video. Thursday night against the Patriots, it sounds like it could be a like, wow, like this is a big matchup, but it's not, it's not, it's not. The Patriots don't know what they're doing. Um... 
they have beef over there. You feel me? There, I don't know. Like Belichick and Kraft got issues, and it's like the Patriots that we knew and hated is becoming something we can laugh at. You know, we're not completely laughing yet, but we probably gonna laugh like around maybe eleven o'clock that night, December seventh, around eleven thirty, eleven something. Probably gonna get a good laugh at the Patriots at this point. Um, but the like I said, those two back to back home games, the Cardinals, I think the the Cardinals game in favors the Steelers, and also this Thursday night game at home favors the Steelers just because we don't have to go anywhere the week prior. And the Patriots gotta come to us. And the Patriots is defunct like they're they're full of dysfunction right now. They don't even know if they believe in a quarterback. You know, I couldn't tell you who they running back is. Uh I couldn't tell you who they receivers are. You know, <laughs> you know, but the unknown, the unknown. We don't know what the Patriots are gonna be, but we know the Patriots is gonna go against the Steelers December seventh, eight fifteen on video. So that's that. The next week, the next week is a flex game. And the reason why I say that is because. Now, this game is to be determined, excuse me, to be determined. And that's against the Colts. It's at the Colts. It's a flex game. Week 15. Don't really know what's going on there. So uh, we'll have more information on that as the season gets probably towards the middle of the season. We'll know for sure. Maybe after the first month, we'll probably know. But that's week 15. Not too much information. All we know is that we got the Colts and another rookie quarterback if he starts. But I believe he will start. So we're going to be able to entertain that there. We have two of those flexible games in the last four weeks. Against the Colts in the last game against the Ravens. So we'll have more information on that, you know, going forward in the season. Week 16 will be a Saturday game at 4.30 NBC against the Bengals. Now, being a Saturday game, unusual for NFL, you know, uh, they have their moments. But it's an unusual date normally for the NFL. So... It's only right that you go against a team you're familiar with. And this will be the second time going against the Bengals to finish out the season. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are home. So I feel like in this situation, the Pittsburgh Steelers are... This favor, this situation favors the Steelers. Now, you don't know... When you have a team that throws as well as the bang, the Bengals, you don't know if that's going to travel or not. It may travel. It may not. All right? So that's that. Week 17, December 31st. And by the way, let me go back. December 23rd, Pittsburgh, please win that game. That would be a great Christmas present, <laughs> you know. But week 17, December 31st, New Year's Eve, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be traveling out west to go against the Seattle Seahawks, led by Geno Smith. And the crew and Pete Carroll, you know, I think that game may favor the Seahawks. 
But I also feel like by this time, the Steelers will, it don't really matter where they go. West, East, you feel me? Their type of game. The game that I feel like the Steelers is going to have this year is going to be able to travel anywhere. Anywhere. And the timing isn't bad. 4.05, that's like a 1 o'clock game for the Steelers. So, that's regular. That's pretty regular. And like I said, week 18, it's against the Ravens. Finish the year off against the Ravens. I love finishing the year off, the year off against the Ravens, man. And it will be dope <laughs> if that's not the last game of the season. And we go along, you know, and we have games in the playoffs. But to finish the season with the Ravens, you can't ask for anything better as far as getting yourself ready for the next level, which is the playoffs. So I ain't too mad about that. And like I said, that's to be ter- to be determined. We don't really know when that's going to happen, but we'll learn more as the season goes along. Now, I'll say this. Overall, looking at the schedule going through it just now, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I feel like the Thursday night games aren't too much. I don't like I don't like that it's on Prime Video. And I also don't like that it's it's kind of close. You know, you got four games in between the Thursday night games. You know? As to me, I feel like that's close. I feel like if you're gonna have two Thursday night games, you should have one early. Is you have one well early as in before the bye, and after, like later in the year, after the bye, right? So that's my only gripe with the schedule. As long as I mean, as well as the bye being week six, that's my only problem. Uh, don't have too many other problems. I like the Monday night game that we have, the Saturday night game, well. Is it really technically a night game, 4.30? But we have the Saturday game. Not too mad about that. We still have to really figure out where they're going to place that Colts and Ravens game at. So we don't know if that's going to be an early game, night game, uh, Monday game. Shoot, the way they're going, it may be a Tuesday game. They might tell us something before the season starts. Well, those TBD uh, dates are actually Tuesday games. But... You know, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking about that. But, look, we don't know. We don't know how this season's going to go. It's still early. Yes, we're going to revisit this. Yes, we will revisit this as we get closer to the preseason. And we'll, I'll give you more so of my predictions of the games. I'll probably say after, like as soon as the last preseason game, I can give you my real prediction for the year i just have to see some type of sample size of football i can't really just go off of paper you know so i just wanted to go through the schedule this episode i don't know if it's long or short but i would like to thank y'all for hanging out stills for seven podcast episode 96 97 is going to be great as well. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube Stills for 7 podcast. Make sure you follow the Instagram Stills for 7 podcast. Make sure you follow the Twitter Stillers for 7 pod. You know, make sure you join the Facebook groups, man. Make sure you stay in tune. VSN, 
VSN, VSN, you already know what it is, man. Shout out to the team. We on the rise. But just like the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, this thing is young. These guys are growing. And we're going to make an impact. I love what the team did in the offseason. Like I said, I, I like the free agent pickups. I like the draft. Now we just got to put this thing together. Now that we see that this is the schedule we have, it's nice to see when we start putting this thing together how would the 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers turn out. But it's your man, Cavizzi. Like I said, thank you for rocking. Make sure you follow everything. Subscribe to everything. Man, and I'll see you on the next one. We out. Never going back, moving forward, yeah, it's that though Life always tough for the real, we don't crack though Cause we always solid, I'm for real, this is facts, yo Cause we always solid, I'm for real, yo, that's facts Only time I switch is in the lane or the strap Ten toes down, shorty head ain't worth a stack VG cool niggas, don't be fooled, you get smacked and shit Little niggas fans of everything, they always clapping shit The way these niggas move in the street, think they activists Training since the youngin' with the gun, with the plastic tip Some go for years with the strap, still ain't accurate Cause they keep on shooting Marvel movie, it's a pack event Be a strategist, think clearly Nigga, why the fuck would you come near me? If you a fraud type I'd rather be on all white on a yacht Having the time of my life Venture gang, dog, we do strive to the top Y'all niggas, I gon' always flop Cause you not solid Watch niggas change up when you stop pulling out that wallet I'm never going back, moving forward, yeah, it's that though Life always tough for the real, we don't crack though Cause we always solid, I'm for real, this is facts, yo Cause we always solid, I'm for real, yo, that's facts Only time I switch is in the lane or the strap Ten toes down, shorty head ain't worth a stack BG cool niggas, don't be fooled, you get smacked and shit Little niggas fans of everything, they always clapping shit